1: Y'all got to get Mark K more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work, knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day.
2: Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. Two full hours of the Mark K show starts starts right now.
0: Man, it is it is. I heard a rumor. I heard a rumor that it is colder today uh, than it is... On Mars, and in, in some parts, not here, but in uh, some parts of the United States, I heard that it's colder today than it is on Mars. But I don't know how cold it is on Mars. Uh, uh, hey Alexa, how cold is it on Mars? What's the weather? Mars is an extremely cold planet with an average temperature
3: around minus eighty Fahrenheit, about three times colder than the coldest day ever in Chicago. Wow. Temperatures can fall to minus two hundred twenty-five in the winter and rise as high as seventy for only a brief time in the summer. If you're planning on visiting, bring layers.
0: Oh, that's, a, that's a, I love Alexa's jokes are way better than mine. I'm a little I'm a little jealous. So it's uh, so it's 88 uh, negative 88 on Mars. I wonder what it is in, Alexa. What is the temperature in Chicago currently? Right
3: now in Chicago, Illinois, it's minus 21
0: degrees. Oh, that's nothing compared. That's like that's like four times warmer than than Mars. What about uh, what's the other minute, Alexa? What's the temperature in Saint Paul, Minnesota?
3: Right now. In Saint Paul, Minnesota, it's minus twenty-seven degrees.
0: Oh, that's nothing. That's they, they pfft, Mars wishes they were in Saint Paul, Minnesota. Uh, anyway, this this polar vortex is is basically decimating a lot of the United States, and uh, and it, it is it is crushed uh, many parts of Minnesota. They have power outages. Could you imagine? It's negative twenty-seven degrees outside, and you have a power outage. That's like the worst time. That's the worst time uh, to plan a power outage. In Chicago, the river was frozen. It would the, the river looked like the river in Chicago looked like the videos you see of the polar bears at the ice cap standing on those little you know blocks of ice or when um when uh, Buddy the Elf when he's leaving the North Pole and he steps on that little ice break and then you know he gets to he gets to the uh, the New York part and it's really small that's kind of what it looks like in the Chicago River right now it is just and it's cold here too. It's cold here too. I mean, it's uh it's so cold here that the government workers are begging Donald Trump to shut it back down so they can go home. Wait a minute, where's my I had a I had a rim shot planned for that. <laughs> There's a little bit of a little bit of a delayed reaction, a little bit of a delayed reaction. You know what? That's okay. We've had a lot going on today. We've had there's a lot that we have to get to today. First of all, we've got these Chris Stapleton tickets, which we're going to give away. And I know we maybe said that we were going to do it in the eleven o'clock hour, but you know we did it in the eleven o'clock hour yesterday. So I feel like we should get every, give uh, everybody a chance. If you're a big Chris Stapleton fan, we're going to be doing that. We're going to give you. um We're going to give you a chance to win those tickets sometime before 11 o'clock today. So be listening for that. Also, Chris Christie was on the Stephen Colbert show. The late show with Stephen Colbert. And he was basically, which, you know, I know what you're thinking. Why on earth would a Republican uh, like Chris Christie go on a show like Stephen Colbert? Well, for two reasons. Number one, uh, he wanted to sell his book. (laughs) And number two, there was free booze. Um, and so those two things were uh, two things he accomplished but he kind of he kind of threw the president under the bus on a couple things and we're going to we're going to get to that here um in just a minute also yesterday there was this big story here about this almond milk truck that crashed i guess it spilled almond milk all over the highway and uh traffic was nuts <laughs> <laughs> this is either a really good idea or a really horrible idea and we're not going to know until the next uh until the next uh, meeting with the um uh, with all the uh, you know I was higher ups. Also today, the tr- there was a crash into a cemetery. Somebody in like St. Augustine, a historic cemetery. A car, like the guy may or may not have been drinking. Who knows? He jumped the guardrail. He crashed through the fence and drove right into the cemetery. And bad news, everybody's dead. No survivors. Okay, good. Uh, you know what, we'll just, we'll just give, <laughs> it's, it's like stand-up news, everybody. It's like, you know, I feel, I need a stool and a bottle of water and a spotlight and, uh, you know, a two-drink minimum for everybody in the audience. That's, uh, we're, <laughs> we're gonna, the polar vortex, Oh, it's no joke. I don't know why they don't name polar vortexes. They just call it polar vortex. There was a polar vortex last year, polar vortex the year before that. Now there's another polar vortex, and again, I feel like this is kind of a new thing to to demonize and uh, you know turn weather into the enemy. This is when I was a kid, we just called it winter. You know, it was cold outside. It snowed. There was ice. It was negative such and such degrees. That was just winter. But now you've got subsections of winter. You've got regular winter when it's just cold and freezing. And now you've got the polar vortex, which comes in and basically tries to kill people. And a lot of people say, oh, well, global warming. This is the other thing about global warming, too. And I always hear this from from the global warming theorists, from Al Gore and, uh, you know, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Gortez and everybody else who who has a theory on it. They say that global warming actually causes the temperatures to get lower, which is an interesting – it's an oxymoron. It's like the Jacksonville jumbo shrimp, you know, jumbo shrimp, military intelligence. That uh, kind of stuff and then there's you know global warming makes the earth get colder that's that's another thing that they're that they're uh, talking about it so these polar vortexes it seems like it's going to be now an annual or even or even biannual or multiannual event much like hurricane we're gonna have polar vortex season and I think they should start naming them for example how about polar vortex Hillary because what I mean what when you think of cold, don't you just think of? I know Bill Clinton does. What do you think of Hillary? That seems to me to make more sense. Um, yeah, I'm thinking we. I'm sure we could come up with a couple. Oh, how about polar vortex Bader Ginsburg? That's another good one. That's another that's another one who uh, she's barely warmer, by the way, these days than the actual polar vortex. So uh, we'll get into all. This is what we've got planned for the day. We've got all of that. We've got the Chris Stapleton tickets. We've got to get into this whole Chris Christie thing, because Donald, I don't know what it says when you're I know when you're a president, people will start your allies will start to turn on you and they'll start to take advantage of you. And I don't know if they see this as the turning point, because it seems to me like you have more and more of these people coming out and, and trying to sell their books and sell their stories and sell their insider tips, you know, and and throw Donald Trump and his administration. I mean, Kellyanne Conway, God bless Kellyanne Conway for sticking it out this long. I can't name another individual in the Donald Trump administration, in the inner circle, who is not a relation either by marriage or by blood of the president who stuck it out this long. Kellyanne Conway, she was there through the election. She was the she was the first female to run a successful presidential campaign. She was the first female campaign manager to actually get her candidate into the White House. She's been a close advisor to the president since day one, and she's still there. And despite all of the rumors and despite all of the leaks and despite her husband hating Donald Trump and going out in the press every single chance he gets to tell everybody how much he hates Donald Trump, despite all that, despite her taking off her uh, or putting her shoes on the couch, remember, and sitting awkwardly in the Oval Office, which everyone seemed to make a a big deal about, despite the fact that, you know, she's blonde. And and I'm getting text messages now from someone saying, hey, uh, stop talking about Kellyanne Conway that way. But, you know, despite all that, she's managed to hold tight and hold steadfast and really be Donald Trump's staunchest ally inside the Oval Office. Well, now they're throwing her under the bus again. It's really I mean, it's really interesting to see what happens. But Chris Christie, who up until just a few weeks ago, was a very close advisor of Donald Trump, someone he trusted, someone he talked to, someone he sought advice of. Uh, yesterday was on the Stephen Colbert show, and I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't think the things that he was saying about the president were flattering, and I do think he was doing it just to drum up support for his book. We're gonna play you some of those here in just a minute. 855-765-1045. We gotta take a quick break. Uh, we got some of your open mic messages. Oh, and don't forget the new phone number. We, uh, we debuted this yesterday. It worked like a charm. People were calling in. We had a woman from Ohio call in using the number, which was great. Um, it's star star one oh four five. It only works from your cell phone. Star star one oh four five is the number. It won't work from your home phone. Won't work from any kind of rotary dial phone. Use um, just star star one oh four five. It works from your cell phone. And it's an easier, safer way for you to dial the studio and get through if you want to talk. Quick break. We'll be right back. It's the Markay Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Marque Show. My name is Marque. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate it. If you're uh, watching on Facebook or if you're watching on Twitch or Periscope or YouTube, hey, what's up? Thanks so much for watching. Don't forget, you guys can call in, too. You can uh, dial 855-765-1045 or, as a lot of you found out yesterday, our brand new number, which is star star 1045 We uh, have a bunch of people that are uh, really upset about the cold. Not upset about the cold, but just, you know, it, it seems to be the hot topic today, ironically.
2: It's butt naked every day in Florida. Oh, I don't, well, hey,
0: I don't know what that, <laughs> that, I'm sorry, that may be the wrong, that may be the wrong, that may be the wrong open mic. It is so cold here in Florida, I might be forced to wear closed-toed shoes someplace besides work. Oh, look at that, it may be, uh, I don't know why we bleep that out in the middle, but you know what, hey, uh, we want to make sure that we're covering all our bases. Here is my automobile, automobile. I don't know if it's with the 16 Candles reference, but that's how cold it is in Florida. Floridians can't handle it. They just start going crazy. In Florida, there's no ice on the road. There's no snow. And have you seen any mosquitoes or any bugs? No, they're dead. Yeah, that's the best part about the cold spells in Florida. I don't care that it kills my plants either. As long as it kills the mosquitoes, I'm good to go. This is uh, Mateo from the north side. How are you, Mateo? Are hello! You oh, hello! How are you? It's is is Maceo? Oh, Maceo! Oh, my bad. Sorry, I don't have my glasses on. They're locked in Josh's uh the other Josh's office. Uh, Maceo from the North Side. Uh, how are you? What'd you want to say, sir? Maceo. Anyway, Maceo. Oh, I just Maceo. want to tell you.
2: How... I apologize again. Yeah, Maceo. Maceo. Yes. Okay, yeah. I got it. I just it. want to let you know. Um, I just want to let you know you're kind of annoying on the on the radio, but I love you, and um, I just want to keep it. <laughs> yeah, no, okay. I just wanna keep I just wanna keep it on everybody's mind that the Democrats are rearing up to cheat and we need to purge all the um all the voter registrations and things like that. Uh because I I read recently where like fifty eight thousand uh illegals were voting, I think, in the state of Texas. And I just look at it and if you multiply the number by ten, that's how many more people are probably illegal or dead that still Consider voting on the registration. Okay, I believe Trump is going to win. I know, I really believe he's going to win, but I also know that the Democrats are going to do everything in their power to cheat. and just like that, um, that strange-looking black woman that was in um in Miami during the um during the uh, the the kerfuffle uh, where she kept um mixing up all the um the voter counts and stuff like that. Yeah, I just want to put it on everybody's mind. To get uh, uh, the voters' registration correct so we can win this legitimately and, and real quick and everything be good. Yeah, I, mean, that, I just want to get that out. May-
0: Maceo, right? Yes, sir. Hey, I appreciate you calling. That's a great point, too. Uh, and uh, don't worry about Broward County and Palm Beach County. Ron DeSantis, he, he's taking care of that for 2020. We should, we will no longer be the laughing stock of Florida. And I appreciate you listening, even though you find me annoying on the radio, which if you think I'm annoying on the radio, you should meet me in, in person because I'm way more annoying face to face. Hey, Terry and, uh, <laughs> Terry, and, at least that's what my wife tells me. Terry on, uh, in Oceanway, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Oh, doing great, man. What you Did I mind pronouncing that right? Is it Terry? Yep, that's oh, it. Okay, because I'm having some pronunciation problems today. Uh, Terry, what's up? What do you want to say?
1: Uh, about this uh, latest tell-all book from a White House staffer, I- I'm wondering, don't they make... People that work in the White House sign, I guess it's called non-disclosure forms where they can't write about what goes on in the White House until after the term is over. And if they don't, why don't they? I mean, seem like it would inhibit people from being open and, and, uh, you know, talking freely and sharing ideas if they know that some somebody's liable to write a book and put them in it and make them look bad. Well, yeah, it's a it's an
0: NDA is what it's called. It's a non-disclosure agreement, and you're right. They all signed them. Uh, Omarosa signed one, and then, of course, she quit or got fired, however you look at it, and went off and wrote her book, and Donald Trump threatened to sue her for uh, for you know basically breaking her non-disclosure agreement, but she, he never did, and it may be because he is still the President of the United States. They claim that they're going to be going after this uh, I uh, was in Cliff Sims, dude, too. Um, who wrote this? This team of Vipers book, which is the latest tell-all, and it really targets not just Donald Trump but Kellyanne Conway. And and he also signed an NDA. And Donald Trump says we're going to go after you as well. And the NDA, when it comes to a presidential campaign, what we're finding now is that they don't seem to hold as much weight. They don't seem to hold as much water. Uh, you know, a lot of people are saying legal experts, quote unquote, are saying, eh, you can't really sign an NDA for a campaign because it's such a because it's such an open Open forum and because it is such a, uh, an important part of political history. Now,
1: well he, I'm I'm figuring they would uh try to fight it on the grounds that it is denying you freedom of speech, but I think somebody should be allowed to uh to give up their freedom of speech so-called uh, under these terms. Uh, well, Donald Trump's such a fighter, I'm surprised he doesn't go after these people. That that's what they need
2: to do to to stop it.
0: Yeah, I mean he may Look, here's the deal. It's the rules are always different when you're talking about Republicans. So, if it were, <laughs> if, it were if it were Barack Obama, I'm sure that this guy would already be in jail. If it were the Clintons, he'd be dead. So, you know, that's basically basic. it's Donald Trump, so he becomes a media hero when he gets to do the talk show circuit and make a six-figure, I'm sorry, seven-figure book event. That's just, you know, that's just what happened When you pick sides, there are some things that you sacrifice. 855-765-1045. I forgot. It's whatever you want Wednesday. Seems like seems like everybody else seemed remember before I did. Uh, we'll get to that here in just a minute, too. 855-765-1045. It's the Markay Show on News 1045 double Yeah,
2: and it's cold out there. How cold is it? And it's so cold, they got the young boys pulling up their pants.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The young boys are pulling up their pants. That's cold. Man, that is... That is super cold. Ah, This weather is so refreshing, I feel so alive. I mean, you know what, I kind of like the cold temperatures every now and then, I but a lot of people can't handle it, but it's all that you've been hearing people talk about all day long. WTF, welcome to Florida where we cry about the cold like every day. Yeah, well, I mean, every day that it's cold, we, usually we just cry about how freaking hot it is, but, uh, but you know, we, we like to vary it up every now and then, and when it gets cold, we like to talk about it, and we like to, you know, uh, complain about it, and we like to make jokes about it, too. We like to make, we like to come up with names for the polar vortex i still think they should name them the way they do hurricanes polar vortex hillary polar vortex bader ginsburg uh we had another guy on our open mics come up with a good one
1: i like polar pelosi
0: polar pelosi sounds great That makes perfect sense. 855-765-1045 or star star 1045 if you want to to, uh, get through that way, too. It's our brand new, really cool way for you to contact the show. Pick up your cell phone dial star star 1045.
2: Star star 1045.
0: This is Mark trying to be cool, trying to be hip trying to be the man with the younger people. Way to go, Mark! Yeah, baby! You think that's cool, and <laughs> by the way, I'm telling you, it's the cold weather. We don't get open mics like this when it's 80 degrees. We don't get it. We get like serious. We all we get is traffic when it's 80 degrees. Um, that's not true. We get traffic when it's 32 degrees. We get a lot of, we get a lot of traffic open mics here. Uh, but, but you think that's cool. You think that's me trying to be hip in about a few, in a few minutes. We're going to be giving away tickets to see Chris Stapleton. Who the heck is
2: Chris Stapleton?
0: my God! It's the other Josh's favorite artist. He knows all of his songs by heart, and he's been begging, begging everyone in the building uh, for a pair of tickets. So if you don't know who Chris Stapleton is, you can A Google it, or B hang out outside the studio door and just ask uh, the other Josh on his way home. But like I said, that's coming up first. I like you know what? Maybe we'll flip flop. Maybe we'll flip flop things, and we'll start with whatever you want Wednesday because that's what everyone seems to want to do. They want to talk about whatever they want, and that makes sense. it's your show. It's not my show. This is a, it's not my show. It's my names on it, but I'm just here to answer your phone calls and let you would do the talking so janet from daytona how you doing janet i'm doing great how are you mark i'm good i'm good thanks so much for calling the mark k show uh it's whatever you want wednesday janet what do you want to talk about
3: well what i'd like to know why do you think that donald trump would appoint bill barr as his next attorney general when he's a good friend of robert Mueller? You know, I mean, who's who's going to prosecute all those criminals in deep state?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting it's interesting. And I don't know how many people there are out there who could really feasibly be attorney general or at this point even want to be attorney general. But uh, Donald Trump, I mean, he doesn't vet these people himself. He doesn't get into it himself. The, The whole role of attorney general is one that has just been I mean, it was it was it was doomed from the start. And at this point, with the Mueller investigation supposedly wrapping up with Mueller already investigating Donald Trump for two years now with all. All of these uh, former right. Donald Trump allies in, in prison—it doesn't really matter. I mean, you could you could appoint Mueller himself, Attorney General. At this at this point, it's not going to change a thing. The media is not going to let it go. It's the whole thing's going to come to an end eventually. It's going to come through for fruition, but it, it you know there's nobody left for the job. Rudy Giuliani doesn't want it. Chris Christie doesn't want it. He's too busy selling out the president on the Stephen Colbert show and trying to sell <laughs> books and drinking tequila. We'll get into all that here in just a minute. But you know, I mean, it, nobody wants it anymore they've got to make a choice do i want to be part of the trump yeah. cabinet and not have to go out to dinner uh you know in secret you know I, do do i have to wear the do i want to be, wear the groucho marx glasses every time i want to go out to see the movie for fear that antifa or just some angry liberals are going to come and attack me and my wife and throw popcorn in my face and i'm have to go out the back door and then come back 20 minutes later to finish the movie is that what i want for my life a lot of them are saying, no, a lot of them are saying, look, Donald Trump's not going to be president forever, but I'm going to need collateral for the rest of my life. So being attorney general, that probably not a good idea. Somebody like like Bill Barr, who comes in and is a friend of Mueller, who the liberals actually admire, many of them, who's had the job before briefly, albeit briefly, and who in his, I mean, when he when I was listening to some of the um, when I was listening to some of the um, the comments he was making and some of the answers he was giving when he was in front of the Senate committee, you know, when he was when he was getting vetted, when they were uh, you know when they were they were you know trying to confirm him the confirmation. I couldn't believe some of, the, some of the answers sounded exactly like, you know, uh, what's his name, the other guy that was for Obama, Attorney General, uh, you know, the Fast and the Furious guy, whatever. sounded like it sounded like it could be a Democrat appointee. But at this point, again, I just don't think any of it matters. You can't you can't nominate somebody who's staunchly conservative for Attorney General and have them come in and clean house you can i mean at this point there's no way that would eat up every then there would be all kinds of senate subcommittee hearings and there would be of course the house of representatives would go after you nothing ever would get done there'd be demands for recusals on pretty much everything at this point i think they know that this Mueller investigation is wrapping up they know that it's not going to be damaging and they know that it doesn't matter because Nancy Pelosi runs the house of representatives and no matter what Mueller says or doesn't say in his report she's going to do whatever the hell she wants and if she wants to impeach donald trump she's going to make the motion to impeach and if she doesn't she's not going to do it and no man no attorney general no special prosecutor nobody is going to step up and tell polar vortex pelosi what she's going to do in her house hey uh, great call great question nancy from riverside how are you uh, nancy thanks for calling the Marquez show
3: Hey, I was listening to that guy who was talking about the voting rolls. Yeah, yeah. My husband died in 2010, and in 2016, when I signed in at the polls, his name was still on the list. Was it really? Yeah. Yeah. He could have been voting by absentee all those years.
0: Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. You know who we should put in charge of the polling uh, of the polls? Is uh, somebody that works like for whoever works for Twitter deleting these fake accounts or Instagram? You know, I read every day. You know, Twitter deletes twenty thousand fake accounts. Instagram purges users. You know, lose followers every single day. They're going in now. Granted, they're mostly they're mostly conservative <laughs> accounts and and Russian accounts apparently, but they have some kind of way to figure out very quickly and delete in mass. These bogus accounts, you would think they could find somebody to come in and do that with the voting records and say, hey, all of these people are dead. They should not be voting. And by the way, sorry for your loss. And, you know, say all of these people are duplicates. They should not be voting. All of these people. They're not even American. They don't even live in the state. Well, these aren't even real names of people. You know, Uh these are it's like the Geico commercial. Uh I'd like to make a collect call. Bob, we had a baby. It's a boy. You've seen that one, right? I guarantee somewhere in the state of Florida, probably in Broward County, there's a voter registered named Bob We Had a Baby, It's a Boy. I guarantee star star 1045 or 855 765 1045. All right, so Chris Christie was on uh, Chris Christie was on the Late Show with Stephen Colbert yesterday and he was throwing the president under the bus. We've got Chris Stapleton tickets to give away. So we've we've kind of put the two together. We've come up with a brand new game called Chris Christie or Chris Stapleton. And if you win, you will get tickets to see either Chris Christie or Chris Stapleton live in concert. Just kidding. It's only Chris Stapleton. 855 765 1045. If you want to play, 855-765-1045. If you want to play for your chance to win, call right now. Or pick up your phone and dial star star 1045. It's the Marquette Show. We'll do it next on News 104.5 WOKV. My name is Mark A. Thank you so much for joining me today. And uh, we've got some Chris Stapleton tickets, and we're going to give them away right now. We're going to play a little game we like to call Chris Stapleton or Chris Christie, because Chris Christie was on the Stephen Colbert show yesterday, and he was talking smack about Donald Trump. As most people, I mean, I think it's a prerequisite to get on that show. Uh, but we have some great clips from that. So what we're going to do is here's how this is going to work. We've got two contestants on the line. We should probably meet them first so they can hear what's going on. Uh, Steve Roberts, say, Robert, can you hear me?
1: Yeah,
0: like Area. Hey, Robert. How you doing, man? Uh, pretty good trying to stay warm this morning. Yeah, no kidding. Well, we got some Chris Stapleton tickets that might keep you warm. Let me uh, introduce you to your your um, uh, your uh, competitor here. This is Marianne. Marianne, how are you? I'm doing
1: well. Thank you. Oh, good. Marianne, you big Chris Stapleton fan, or are you?
0: I am. Oh, good. Well, here's what's going to happen. Um, I'm going to read both of you a quote. The quote is either from Chris Stapleton or it's from Chris Christie. Last night on the Stephen Colbert Shore Show, if you correctly identify the whether it's Chris Christie or Chris Stapleton, you get a point. Whoever has the most points at the end of the game wins tickets to see Chris Stapleton October the 10th at Jacksonville Veterans Memorial Arena. Does it sound good? It does. All right, good. If there's no questions, we're going to start. And, Robert, why don't we let Marianne go first? Because we're gentlemen and we're chivalrous. And we'll do a little oh, ladies up. first, okay? Uh, here's good. here's the first quote, Marianne. I'm going to read it, and then you tell me, is it Chris Christie or Chris Stapleton? And then we'll play it and see if you're right, okay? Okay. All right, here we go. Before we get to that, are we drinking tonight or not? Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. No, but is that, who said that? Was that was, was that Chris Stapleton, or did Chris Christie say that? Uh, Chris Christie. Chris Christie. Let's take a listen. Hold on. Wait, let, me, let me get my computer ready. Here we go. Before we get to that, are we drinking tonight or not? Yeah. Uh, he and Stephen Colbert were throwing back some tequila last night, so that's pretty good. Good job. See, you're doing great so far. You're doing great so far. You got a point. All right. Uh, <laughs> yes. Robert, are you ready for your first clue? Go ahead. All right, here we go. Here's yours. Um, load up your questions and pick up your sticks and stones. Was that Chris Christie or was that Chris Stapleton?
1: Uh, uh, I'm going to say Chris Stapleton.
0: You're going to say Chris Stapleton? Let's listen in. i load up your questions and pick up your your Nailed it! Yeah, it is. Chris that's a good song too. All right, one to one. This is good. You guys are you guys are getting this. No problem. Uh, Marianne, are you ready for your next one? I am. All right, here we go. Uh, here's the quote. Tell us whether it was Chris Christie or Chris Stapleton. A man like me is dead in places other men feel liberated. Ah, uh, Chris Stapleton. Chris Stapleton. That's your guess? Yes. Let's take a listen. A man like me is dead. In wow, you, guys, you guys are good, you are, but a man. You are Uber you are fans, are All, right. All right, good job. All right, it's, uh, it's now, let's see, two to one. Robert, are you ready for your next one? I'm ready. Here we go. Uh, here's the quote Tell us if it's Chris Christie or Chris Stapleton. I ran, I understand. Uh, Chris Christie. Chris Christie. I ran. I understand. Yeah, there he is. Fantastic. I don't know. All right, this is, this is going to be too easy. God, I don't know what's going to happen if you tie. We're going to have to flip a coin or, or something. Marianne, here's, here's your next one. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. It's over. Forget it. Everybody else should have gone home. Who said that, Chris Christie or Chris Stapleton? <sighs>
3: I'll say Chris Stapleton.
0: You're going to say Chris Stapleton? Let's take a listen. Thank it's you. over. I mean, forget it. Everybody else should have gone home then. Uh, it was over. No, I'm sorry. That was Chris Christie talking about the South Carolina primary and how Donald Trump wrapped it up. It's over. Um, everyone else should have gone home. That's okay. It's still tied up. Let's see if uh, Robert can uh, – let's see if Robert – let's see how Robert does on the next one. Robert, you ready for your next one?
2: Mm, go ahead. All
0: right, here we go. The quote is – we can just go on like this, or say the word, we'll call it quits.
1: I want to say Chris Stapleton.
0: You're going to say Chris Stapleton. We can just go like this. That is right. Okay, bravo! Fantastic. Here we go. Last uh, chance, Mary. You can tie it up here. And if Robert misses his next one, well, we're going to have to figure out what's... Well, you each get one ticket, I guess. Uh, But, Marianne, here's your next quote. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Here we go. I got... Oh, I'm sorry. That's the wrong one. Uh, I'll tell you something. If it gets me loaded, I don't care.
3: I'll say Chris Stapleton.
0: You're going to say Chris Stapleton. I tell you something... If it gets me loaded, I don't care. Let's take a listen and see if you're right.
2: I'll tell you something. If it gets me loaded, I don't care. Oh,
0: no. Unfortunately, uh. that was Chris Christie, uh, which means Robert with a score of three to two. You're our big wiener today. Congratulations.
1: <laughs>
0: okay, good. You're welcome. <laughs> Hang on one second. We're going gonna, gonna, to. I don't know if he knows he won or not. Uh, Robert won. Okay, good. We're going to. Don't go anywhere, Robert. We're going to hook you up with those tickets. Chris Christie or Chris Stapleton. That's another game we may never play again. Quick break. When we get back more of whatever you want Wednesday, whatever you want to talk about, folks, that's what's on the docket. It's next on News 104.5 WOKV. It is the Markay Show. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Coming up in just a minute, we've got more of your phone calls. Uh, do you know what? This never works the way I want it to. Before we get to that, are we drinking tonight or not? Yeah, so that would have been a lot funnier without the, uh, <laughs> without the, uh, the, uh, the, you know, the, uh, brain for Anyway, 855-765-1045. Couple of things. We're, uh, lining up your phone calls. It's now our second hour, which is still, that is still really weird to say. Second hour. And I know it's been a couple months now. Well, really, almost a month. God, when did we, uh, when do we start? On the January, of the, What was it, the other, Josh? It was January 2nd? January 2nd. January 2nd. So February 2nd will be Saturday. Um, so really, I guess our one month anniversary of two hours will be on Monday. We, we should have a part, but we should have a part we should celebrate or something. We should, uh, mean, we should start, we should do what Chris Christie does when he goes on the late show with Stephen Colbert and chug tequila. i tell you something. If it gets me loaded, I don't care. Okay, good, That's what, that, that's probably why you lost the election, buddy. And, and, you know, a couple things we should mention before we get into your phone calls. And again, if there's anything you want to talk about, today's the day. It's whatever you want Wednesday and. And for those of you who are still new to the show or just finding us or turning on going, where's Brian Kilmeade? Uh, whatever you want, Wednesday. This all started months ago, um, about six months ago. We, John, you know, the other Josh came in and we were trying to brainstorm topics and we were looking at the news and it was a really slow news day. Donald Trump wasn't on Twitter for some reason. And we had literally nothing to talk about. So I turned to my and let's just, you know, let's just call it whatever you want, Wednesday. And people can just call in and boom, it exploded. But then there's days like today where we actually have legitimate news and topics and conversations and things you need to know about. Um, however, you, nobody cares because we've already branded it. And you guys are like, damn it, it's Wednesday. I'm going to get my say. 855 1045 is the number. You can also try star star 1045. So here's the deal. So here's, here's basically what's going on. Uh, a couple stories. First of all, first of all, there was this guy from Empire. Uh, I'm going to in full disclosure. I've never seen an episode of Empire in my entire life, but I'm familiar with the show. I know what it's about. I know it's won a ton of awards or it did years ago. Now it's kind of getting beaten out by all the cable shows and the Netflix shows. But this actor, Jussie Smollett, and I've heard people call him Jesse, but I'm pretty sure it's Jussie it's spelled with a U. Um, he was attacked in Chicago overnight. And I, it, it's it's a violent hate crime. It's the FBI is investigating it. The Chicago PD is investigating it. And this thing yesterday became the the talk of the town, really the talk of everywhere, because he was and, – and I'm, I'm not going to call it conspiracy theory. I find a couple of things intriguing, and I'm not going to draw any conclusions because that always will, will get me in trouble. Uh, but basically, there's, there's a couple of weird things going on with this story. Apparently, this guy was attacked. At two in the morning, outside of a subway restaurant in Chicago, and he was it was it was a racial crime. They were screaming uh, racial epithets at him. It was a, a hate crime against homosexuals. They were screaming all sorts of uh, you know homophobic rhetoric at him. I don't we don't have specifics. Uh, well, I mean I don't. I'm sure you can, I'm sure you can find him somewhere on the on Reddit or somewhere on the dark web. Uh, but you know they 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 and then these guys come up, they attack him, they pour bleach on him and then tie a rope around his neck, and they run off. Now, the last report I read was he got hungry at 2 in the morning and decided to walk to Subway, which is the first thing that strikes me as really odd. Because if I'm a famous TV star, I'm I'm not leaving my house at 2 a.m. In, in Chicago in the cold. I'm just not doing it. I mean, there's a polar vortex. It's late at night. It's the murder capital of the world, and I'm semi-famous. I'm staying put. And if I want Subway, I'm calling Uber Eats. All right. I'm calling somebody to bring it to me. But he decides he's going to go out to the subway. These two guys turn to him or or come up on him and they say, hey, aren't you that blankety blank from Empire? Which, again, at two in the morning in the dark outside of a subway restaurant strikes me as not something you would you know, you wouldn't recognize the guy that way. I mean, it's not like it's Tom Cruise. You know, it's not like you're like, "Hey, aren't you Tom Cruise or Morgan Freeman or somebody like that? It's not that it's not that caliber of star." So clearly these guys were laying in wait or were expecting him or had somehow been he'd been tricked into meeting I don't know. The whole thing seems really kind of bizarre to me that he would be out and just happen across these two guys who also get now this isn't just also a a random attack. Clearly, if you have rope and bleach, This is some kind of premeditated attack. Those aren't two things you just wander around the streets of Chicago with. I mean, it's been a long time since I've been to Chicago, but I didn't see anyone wandering around with rope and bleach. And then the third thing that's really odd is we found out later on that that he received a letter a couple of days earlier, threatening violence against him. And it was one of those, you know, suicide bomber, crazy movie villain letters where they, they cut out the letters from magazines and they wrote in crayon and stuck it here and stuck it there and, and all that kind of jazz. So, uh, so it, the, the fact that he didn't tell anybody about it till after the attack, the fact that he didn't bring it to anyone's attention, another bizarre kind of hole in the story. So I don't know what's going on, but they're still investigating this. The one thing that did come out And I've heard a couple of, and I saw it on Twitter first, was that these guys were wearing Make America Great Again hats. That's the first thing I saw. They were yelling, this is MAGA country. Which I don't think I've ever even heard. I don't even think that's a catchphrase. I've never heard that. And also it's Chicago. And let me be honest with you. If there's a place in the world that's not MAGA country, it's definitely Chicago. But that was what they were yelling. So of course it, uh, it turned, much like what happened in Washington DC with the Catholic school kids who were wearing the Make America Great Again hats. That's where the media went with it and that's where the press went with it. Um, I haven't read any reports verifying The Make America Great Again hat conspiracy, although I have seen reports saying both of them were wearing ski masks, which to me makes way more sense because, again, polar vortex. And the other thing is, clearly, this was premeditated and they didn't want anyone knowing who they were. This was definitely some kind of coordinated attack on this particular individual. So it's going to be interesting to see what's happening now. The Empire cast, of course, they've got uh, they've come out. They've got tons of um, tons of Twitter messages and tons of things going out. Uh, you know, uh, clearly, if this was just because of the guy's black and homosexual, horrible hate crime. And that's why the FBI is involved. And, you know, hopefully they'll get this thing. Uh, you know, they'll, they'll get this thing taken care of. They'll find out whoever did it. They'll find out the motive and they'll put him away. But the story itself is it's really one of those weird, bizarre tales that it's it almost sounds like a dateline story, you know, and, and I'm just and that's the setup. And now I'm just waiting like after the break were things all that they seemed, you know, we'll tell you what the police found out. That's kind of what I'm waiting for. So we're going to be following this um, as it goes along. That's number one. On a lighter note, on a lighter note, Florida is hiring. And if you're in need of a job. And you don't mind working for the government. There is a new position that the, uh, the is it the state, uh, the other Josh, is it the state of Florida? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that is. Yeah, what is it? It's a hemp czar, basically, is mm-hmm. what is. Now that we're moving toward, uh, now that we're moving toward the, um, uh, the in Florida's, you know, medical marijuana type thing, they're looking for a medical marijuana chief, the medical marijuana chief of Florida. Is that, is that the actual position? The one I'm seeing is director of cannabis. Oh, I'm sorry. Director, that's even better. The DOC. That's I'm great. The, <laughs> hey, what's up, Doc? Uh, the DOC, the director of cannabis, they're hiring. They're looking for somebody to run cannabis in the state of Florida. And I assume there's no experience necessary, but I also assume a lot of people who apply for this job will probably have a lot of experience. And we've been getting some open mic messages about that. Uh, mostly, people are asking the same question.
1: As a cannabis connoisseur, how could I uh, apply for such a
2: position like that?
0: I don't think it's like a I don't I don't think it's like a sampling thing. I think it's actually more of the you've got to you know regulate it and meet with the growers and make sure that everything. But you know, you never know. I don't. I'm not. I'm not sure.
1: So does the director of marijuana uh, get drug tested?
0: Yes, they do. And if you pass, then you get the job. If you fail the, I mean, if you fail the drug test, then you get the job. Hempzar, uh, it it seems like, uh, Chad Riley says, Oh man, I want to be Hempzar. That seems like a cooler title. Chief of Keef. (laughs) See, the jokes are already starting to roll in. Uh, 855-765-1045. I wonder what you put on your resume to apply for the, the, uh, uh, the director of cannabis. In the state of Florida. I wonder what what requirements do you need a college education? I mean, going to college is probably where most people are introduced to cannabis. But do you need to have graduated? Because those people that are truly experts in it tend to have difficulty with that part of the college process. 855-765-1045. We've got uh, John and Ann on the phone. We're going to get to their phone calls here in just a minute. You can talk about cannabis, too. You can share your theories about uh, the attack on Jussie Smollett. You can uh, ask questions about Donald Trump. You can just bitch about the cold some more. Whatever you want Wednesday, folks. 855-765-1045. We'll be right back with your phone calls and open mics on The Mark K Show. It's on News 104.5 WOKV. This is The Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Thanks for joining me today. Hey Amen. Would I go apply for the cannabis job? I don't. <laughs> I don't know. be sure to talk like that when you do apply. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure they they haven't heard enough Cheech and Chong uh, impressions. Over oh, yeah, there's a new director of cannabis position open up in Florida. Uh, the state of Florida is on the hunt for its first director of cannabis, the DOC, who will focus on furthering the state's hemp industry and implementing rules on edibles for medical marijuana patients. The job pays 120k a year. Which is weird. I would have thought uh, 420 would be probably more likely at, uh, yeah, no, nothing. Thank you. <laughs> Stand up news. That's what you get. Uh, so yeah, 855-765-1045 is the number. Let's go to John in Orange Park. John, welcome to Whatever You Want Wednesday, John. What do you want to talk about?
2: Uh, the name for the storm you're looking for is Polar Occasional Cortex.
0: <laughs> yeah, the, we were talking earlier about how the polar vortexes or the Polar vor, vortex, vortices. I don't even know what the plural of vortex, vortex is. All my exes I live in vortexes. There's, uh, I you,
2: there's not such a thing as cortices.
0: Yeah, cortis, whatever it is. But I like that. I like that. Uh, uh, Alexandria Ocasio uh, Vortex. That's awesome. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We, we appreciate it. Anne in Jacksonville. How are you, Anne? I'm good. I just wanted
3: to give you a comment. Yeah, I'll I take it. I more- I deliver meals on wheels, and these people are shut in. Nothing's wrong with their brain, just for whatever reason, they can't get out. I went to house number one. The lady had on talk radio, you. Hmm. I left, um, went a couple miles away to another home. Mary answers the door and says, that Marquette is just so funny. I said, yeah, he's pretty good. I really like his voice. And I said, you know, he's Jacksonville. He's not syndicated nationwide, and he's just really terrific. I just can't believe that somebody hasn't snatched you up and put you on nationwide because you're so good. Anyway, she was talking about Pelosi, Polar Pelosi. She thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Today Today is this lady's birthday. Her name is Mary, and she's 79. And you don't know what an impact you have on people. And how important your radio show is because these people that can't get up just love, love, love you and learn from you. And
0: thank you so much. Well, and first of all, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for calling and letting me know that. And Mary, uh, happy 79th birthday. That's awesome. And we appreciate you listening. Um. Although the fact that although the fact that she can't leave the house, it's a very captive audience. I mean, you know, she's like, what else do I have to do? Uh. But no, I appreciate I appreciate both of those things. And you know, I no one snatched me up. I'm here in Jacksonville, and you know, I love being here, and my family's here, and my agent sucks, which is another reason, <laughs> another reason why. I'm here. But I pray. But thanks so much for listening too. Um. That's awesome. And you know, and meals on my uh, my in laws. Actually delivered for meals on wheels forever. So I know what that's like. In fact, funny story, I was home for, uh, with my wife. We went to go visit them at Christmas time and we were, <laughs> we were talking and I, there was, a, you know, every now and then someone tells you a story and you're, you know, I don't know if you ever do this, but I do this all the time. You're kind of half listening and you're not really understanding, but you're just like kind of nodding and stuff like that. And so they're telling us how they're going to start volunteering for Meals for Wheels. And they're saying, you know, there's a need and this and that. And they're retired, both of them, so they can help out the community. And she, you know, my mother-in-law had a friend who uh, who was a, re- a recipient of Meals on Wheels. And it helped so much. And it's such a great, it's such a great thing. And again, I'm I'm on my phone and I'm kind of half listening. And my wife goes, what do you think? Uh, and I go, oh, I think that's, I think that's, what was it, Meals on Wheels? And they go, yeah. I go, I think that's great that you're going to start getting Meals on Wheels. And my mother-in-law looked, looked at me and said, we're not getting them, but we're working for them. And I go, oh, yeah, even better. And she goes, how old do you think I am? And I'm like, no, 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 You look, you don't look a day over. Well, I mean, you don't look, you look, you look, be- I love you. You're my mother and you're fantastic. Uh, but that's something you don't want to, you don't, you don't want to confuse. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045 is our number. And we do appreciate everybody who loves the show calling in and saying it. We appreciate the ones who don't love the show either. Uh, only they mostly leave open mics. Well, except for that guy, Maceo, who literally said to my face, you're annoying. But you know what? You can't please everybody you can 't believe it. if Mary loves the show, Maceo hates it either way you know what somewhere in the middle we 'll find a happy medium eight five five The country truly is divided is it not eight five five seven six five one zero four five it 's whatever you want Wednesday, so whatever you want to talk about, if you want to talk more about uh, Donald Trump, if you want to talk about Chris Christie selling him out yesterday to um, to Stephen Colbert, if you want to talk about the cold I mean everybody, everybody, everybody. everybody Seems to really want to talk about the cold today. It is so cold here in Florida, I might be forced to wear closed-toed shoes someplace besides work. You know, I uh, thought it's so cold today that I thought I had a pebble in my shoe, and I took off my shoe, and I realized it was my baby toe. So, you know, that's because uh, <laughs> it was so cold. at uh, You know what? Never mind. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Quick break. We got the news. We've got traffic. We got more of your phone calls coming up. It's the Mark K. Show, 855 765 1045. Or if you want to be cool and hip, pick up your cell phone and dial star star 1045. We'll be right back on News 104.5 WOKV. All right. All right. So I, uh, I got some bad news over the break. Uh, I got a text message from my wife, and apparently she's listening. So. You guys are going to have to take over the jokes <laughs> because, you know, it always gets me in trouble. 855 765. Oh, I love you, baby, by the way. And I uh, can't wait to see you. 855 765 1045 is the number. We had a guy call in, by the way. And this is interesting because this whole thing with Empire, the uh, Jossie Smollett is his name, or just Jesse Smollett. He's uh, an actor from Empire. He's black. He's gay. He came out recently, I want to say, on some talk show, maybe Ellen or some talk show. And it was like a big deal. Um, um, and now he's the victim of a hate crime he's been attacked and verbally assaulted both on uh, because of his race and because of his sexuality These two attackers you know uh, they allegedly poured bleach on him it was a chemical, but I read later on somewhere this is all by the way this is, i was I'm not in chicago i'm this is all stuff i've read on the internet, so take it for what it's worth but uh, apparently they said it was bleach the guys towed, tied a rope around his neck and then he walked himself to the hospital to file the report but there was also uh, a a letter that was sent to him two days before they wrote MAGA on the letter. Apparently, these guys who attacked him said this is MAGA country or something along those lines. Um, anyway, we had a guy call in and say, it seems like a publicity stunt. It seems like he's trying to get his names in the pa- name in the paper. I don't want to get into too much detail because, again – they we don't have all the facts, and when it, they they're big on facts on this station. you know whenever I talk about stuff and there's no facts or I make up facts, they there's always like a meeting and I don't like meetings. So I'm gonna wait till some more facts come out. But I will say this, IMHO, in my humble opinion, which is what that stands for. I believe there is more to this story than we are hearing at this moment and we'll revisit it maybe tomorrow maybe the next day maybe it won't be till next week but i believe that there's more to this story uh than what meets the eye and i'll just leave it at that eight five five seven six five one oh four five we got a bunch of people but now waiting very patiently chris in jacksonville thanks so much for calling the mark K show how are you chris
2: oh good how you doing mark doing great man what do you want to say i just want to just for a second uh, i know it's uh, whatever you want to talk about wednesday uh, I drive for a living, and I want to talk about bad drivers just for a second. Okay. Uh, they make me crazy. Uh, there are a couple of things I just want to say. I mean, I, I, I'm I up in a truck, so I can see what people are doing in their cars. And besides the fact that everyone, everybody, like four out of five drivers have their cell phone in their hand. Yeah. Uh, they're doing so many things. It's like the last thing they're thinking about is the fact that they're driving. And the other thing is people do on the road, it makes me nuts, is... Uh, they drive in the left lane, the passing lane, and they just, like, clog up the whole highway, yeah. and then they drive too too close to each other. Everyone's really right up on each other, like they actually think they're going to be able to stop if something happens. Yeah, no,
0: look, I mean, I, and that's a great PSA. First of all, okay, the phone thing, yeah, I know you're not supposed to be on your phone. I know there's laws and things like that. Uh, in fact, you know what happened to me? I got a new phone the other day, and I didn't even know this. I got in the car, and I started driving. And I guess this is some new factory default setting they have on it. I get in the car and I start driving, and I'm going down the road, and I'm coming up to a stoplight. So I pick up my phone, and a a message comes on saying "Phone immobilized while driving." And the first thing I do is I start looking around, like, how do they know? Oh my god, how how do they know I'm driving? But then I realize there's you know there's like the GPS in there, and they realize I'm going 80 down the the down a 55, whatever. And so and so I put the phone down because now I'm scared. Um, But I've been able to disable that though, so it's okay. So that's one thing. But the the driving in the left-hand lane, folks, the left-hand lane is the passing lane. He's absolutely right. And this is something that really is a problem, not just in the state of Florida, but in other states. I mean, every time I drive through Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, if I go to Alabama, which I try not to do ever, but if I have to go, I do it. And it's 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 a continuing problem. The left lane is to pass. It's not to ride along side by side at the same speed. I don't know why people don't. And that should be the first thing they teach you. That should be the first thing you get in the car, steering wheel, gas, uh, brake, don't drive in the left-hand lane. It's for passing only. Those are really the four most important things you need to know about it. Maybe seatbelt is another good one. Hey, uh, great point. Thanks for calling. Steve from Jacksonville. It's whatever you want Wednesday, buddy. What do you want to talk about?
2: Yeah, I wanted to give you some facts. Yeah. Uh, it's, a fa- it's a fact that the internationalists have told us to reduce carbon emissions. And we've done that over the last three years more than any other country in the, in the in the world, and all of a sudden we have this tremendously freezing temperatures. Right. Is it possible that this exact same thing that they called for is causing people to die because of the cold they created? Look
0: at that. Right. Maybe we need a little global warming to keep us in a place where we don't freeze to death. That's a great point. Hey. Maybe if we had more carbon emissions, maybe if we had the greenhouse effect, we'd all be a little warmer and, you know, feral cats wouldn't be wouldn't be, uh, you know, turning into popsicles in uh, in urban Chicago. That would definitely I I tend to agree with you. The polar vortex to me is not a is not a uh, a symptom of global warming, per se. It's a symptom of people, you know, you know, cooling the earth. I mean, that's basically what it is. You know, let's say there is global warming. Let's say you turn off all of your all of your your factories. Let's say, you know, we we reduce carbon. Let's say we make Teslas and people start driving these electric vehicles. Let's say we do all of that. And now all of a sudden it's cold. (laughs) and You've got people complaining that it's not warm enough. I mean, I think he's got a point there there's no polar vortexes in china and they're the number one biggest pollution creating uh city in the or is a country rather in the entire universe and they're toasty warm man there's nobody freezing in china right now 855 765 1045 the number john in st mary's georgia hey john thanks for calling the mark k
1: show how are you hey mark i'm doing good i usually have to listen to your podcast but i caught out sick today so and, um, uh, Great honor of that, I was like, "Man, I gotta talk to I gotta talk to Mark." Absolutely, you don't sound sick, by the way. <clears throat> okay, much, okay, much better. There you go, perfect.
0: I just in case your boss is listening. Uh, what
1: you want? So yeah, John's not my real name either.
0: Oh, so. okay. oh, well then you're clear. Uh, what you want? What you want to say, John?
1: <laughs> um, I was gonna ask because a lot of times you're you're talking about the House and the Senate, and you refer to the three branches of government. So here's a uh, here's a, a pop quiz for you because I know you're from Canada. What are our three branches (laughs) of government? Hey,
0: Canadian, eh? What do you know about America, eh? (laughs) Uh, The the three branches of government, there's the executive branch, which encompasses the president, his cabinet, and uh, the other White House staff members. There's the legislative branch, which is the uh, House of Representatives and the Senate. And then there's the judicial branch, which is the Supreme Court.
1: Dude, you're awesome. Because a a lot of times when you're referring to... uh, to the house and the senate and in i think along in the same senate you'll refer to well, the three branches of government agree, and I'm like, man, I don't even know if like he's like understanding that it sounds like you're talking about. <laughs> no, you It sounds like you're talking about the Senate and the House being two different branches. No, so, you're right. You're right about that. You're, like, you're right about hey, that. On my, on my on my day off, on my sick <coughs> day off, uh, I wanted to pick your brain.
0: I appreciate that, and you're right. I do say that they had control of all three branches of government, um, and now that they have the House of Representatives, they really just have con- the Republicans have control of two and a half branches of government is that better (laughs) okay perfect and then there's the unofficial fourth branch of government which people call the media and i mean that just that zeroes out everything it's like that just takes away all control that the republicans (laughs) you know what. and i appreciate you calling and, and keeping me on my toes you're right if you ever if you ever hear me say something that is flat out wrong that you disagree with or is just plain stupid give us a buzz Oh, look at the phones light up. 855 765 1045. Quick break. We'll be right back. More of your phone calls next on The Mark Show on News 104.5. WOKV. <laughs> up, y'all? It's the Markay Show. I'll tell you something. If it gets
2: me loaded, I don't care.
0: Okay. Uh, by the way, be more bad news, not only is my wife listening to the show, but I got a text message from my agent because I was talking smack about him, and apparently he's a... Funny thing about my agent, I, my agent is also Clark Howard's agent, and Clark Howard has a very large, very nice, very expensive beach house in Ponte Vedra. And every now and then he invites our agent down to stay there. And when he does that, uh, my aid, our agent calls and says, "Hey, you want me to take you uh, Can I take you to lunch because I'm staying at Clark Howard's beach house?" And I go, "No. You know what you could do? Get me my own beach house. I'm a client too. Why does it? What's going on there? Come on. It's just because I'm not Clark smart, I'm Mark smart. Does that apparently that doesn't." Apparently that that and, uh, that and eight million dollars will get you a beach house in Punta Vedra eight five five seven six five one zero four five This is uh, this is Kim in Fleming Island. Hi, Kim. How are you?
3: Good, thank you.
0: Uh, thanks for calling the Marques Show, Kim. What did you want to say?
3: I just I I just I'm just so curious about why can't people take a business course one oh one when Trump comes up with these new trade deals and looking at the economy and everything. Nothing is a perfect situation, but it's better than what we had during the Obama years by far, mm. and raising the level of expectation on 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 our young kids that they can achieve better a better life, et cetera and so on. I, I just don't understand it. And all these haters of Republicans that hate Republicans or hate independent or hate just Trump, they don't understand business 101. I don't get it. They're benefiting from a good economy. Why don't they get it? That's all I have to say, Cami. You said it.
0: You said a mouthful, and you know what? I think a lot of it is true. People don't. I know. I
3: apologize. No, no, <laughs> I was, that's,
0: that's actually a good thing. I, I say mouthfuls all the time. Uh, the, the, you're right. People don't understand the people don't understand capitalism, and I think that's one of the biggest problems. I think that I think that our political system, and maybe this is the benefit of having Bernie Sanders's at Bernie Sanders's Ber- and uh, Ale- Alexandria Ocasio cortezs in politics. Maybe as socialism takes to the forefront, people will start to understand capitalism a little bit more because really before there were political parties there were economic systems before there were republicans and democrats there were capitalists and uh you know there were you know what do you call it uh, the keynesians and there were you know laissez-faire what's his name the other guy uh but there's all these different aspects of economic philosophy and that's really what caused America to be America. The, the reason the United States of America exists, and this is what I teach my kids, is because the Spanish wanted more money. That's it. That's it. Columbus got the ships from Ferdinand and Isabella. They, they financed the expedition. They invested in Columbus. Why? Because they told him, when you find the New World, get all the gold, get all the silver, get all the spices, get all the, you know, locals that you can use for slaves. Whatever it is, put them back on the ships and bring them back to us, and we own it. It was an investment. The United States of America is an investment. Same thing with Jamestown the mayflower wasn't paid for by the pilgrims the pilgrims were poor they took a vow of poverty they had no money they caught a ride on the mayflower because it was a it was a uh, vessel that was paid for by the dutch to go and seek out the new world why so they could bring back the riches it was these are all expeditions for money for monetary gain and capitalism is what made them all possible capitalism is what creates things Capitalism is what created our country. It's what created the Constitution. Capitalism, think about this, was the reason for the American Revolution. People say, oh, they were just, we know, we declared our, you know, we didn't like the tax. Right. We wanted more money. We wanted to keep the money that we made. We wanted to keep the money that we made and that we earned with our own two hands and with our own thoughts and our our own wits and our own creativity. We wanted to keep the fruits of our labors. We didn't want it going back to somebody. And the more they took, the angrier we got. And we dressed up like Indians and we went into the Boston Harbor and we threw the tea overboard. And we declared our independence. And there was a war and people died. And they did that because why? They wanted to protect their money. It was all about capitalism. And capitalism won out. And don't think for a second that if Bernie Sanders comes to power or Alexandria Ocasio-Gortez with her 70% tax so that everybody – let's take 70% of the income, that the top income earners. Let's take 70% of their fortune and invested in electrical cars for everybody and and systems that will keep a, the the uh, the planet greener. We declared war over high taxes once before. You don't think we wouldn't do it again? Absolutely. You cannot separate people from their money forcefully because if you do, they will revolt. And the other thing you can't do is think that for a second uh t- that capitalism and the and the and the need and the desire for economic growth isn't what fuels every fantastic thing that has happened in this world, from space exploration to iPhones to the United States of America. We got to go. It's the Markay Show. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, stay tuned. The news and Rush Limbaugh is coming up on News 104.5 WOKV.
3: Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket?